position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which... That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite the deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello and welcome to episode number 180 whoa 190 of the Best Linux Games podcast being recorded for you on this uh glorious Tuesday uh the 19th of June at 12:14 uh, p.m. Pacific Coast time that would make it for our sequel friends uh 2018 uh what 06 19 12:14 PST Pacific Coast time left coast coast with the most uh crack engineer Ivor Molina over there in the booth holding up the whiskey sign drink more whiskey Cheers! Oh. Go whiskey. You're fired, Ivor. So, let's get straight to our top stories. Column is in, evidently, a perpetual delay spiral of doom. Uh, Work has been a little fucking nuts um, this week. And, um, etc. So there is no column. Just just deal with it, okay? Just fucking deal with it, okay? I'm trying to. I hope you, too, can also work your best efforts. Plumb the depths of your infinite Linux resources and just fucking cope with the fact that there is no call. 
Our feature this week is a big what I'm playing kind of, you know, um, it's a grab bag of good stuff and bad stuff. We'll get to that when we get to our feature. Um, finally, in our top stories, our, in terms of like, you know, our new, well, it's, it's what we, it's what passes for the news here. Top stories. I bought a new generic controller. It's a wired controller. And I'm going to explain why I needed this. One, my Logitech F310s, I have several of them, and I've owned several more. Their bumper buttons, rubber bumper baby buttons, bumper buttons, fucking whatever, like the LB and the right B, have a tendency to break really frequently. They are not... uh, They're great controllers otherwise, well, except for one other thing. Their D-pads also have a tendency to break. I've owned at least five of these motherfuckers. And they've been a little expensive historically. Well, following the final breakage... uh, Okay, so wait, one other thing. Why do I need a generic wired controller in the first place when I have a Steam controller? That is an excellent question. The answer to that is also very simple. You cannot configure a Steam controller, at least I haven't been able to, and I haven't had the time to like really thoroughly beyond research it, beyond the depths of thoroughness that I've already gone to, um, or experiment with it. Um, it's impossible to get a Steam controller to really configure natively in Steam when you're running Steam under Wine. It really hates it when you try it, because it hates big picture mode, etc. It just freaks out and it sucks. And by virtue of that fact, that's one more thing on the list of bugs to check when you're trying to see if, you know, your latest wine prefix actually runs the game that, you know, you really want to play. Speaking of which, in terms of updates on wine, I've gotten uh, Super Street Fighter 4 or whatever, the latest Street Fighter, to run fine under wine. Um... If you want to know more about that, hit me up on Twitter at VegasWriter, V-E-G-A-S-W-R-I-T-E-R and I will point you to the URL where that actually worked. But anyway, so it's good to always... And beyond that, I go through phases with my Steam controller. This is just me being honest. Um, There's some games where it works really great. Um, Where it's actually the preferred method of controlling the game. Then there are other games where that's less so, but where if I gave it, you know, a couple of hours of, you know, tender loving care and practice and maybe a little bit of tweaking, where I could get it to work to that level as well. Then there are other games, though, where I just really fucking prefer a normal fucking controller. I have two Steam controllers here. I love the Steam controller. I'm actually a big, big, big proponent of the Steam controller. It's just that with Linux development, it seems like everyone has a hard time already getting on the same page with any controller uh, to say nothing of the Steam controller and blah. But if wireless is your principal requirement, then definitely the Steam controller is right up your alley, especially if you do not require... Well, if you... If you play any games in Wine with a controller, then, you know, either you have a way to make it work that I 
have not investigated, but I've done I've done my due diligence more or less in this area because there's there's a whole fucking anyway. So I bought a new generic controller for the first time in maybe two years. My old generic controller is called USB Universal Serial Bus, just like the Moon Nazis. I have invented a special cable to allow us to charge his phone. I will call it the Universal Serial Bus Device. Um, the dark side of the moon. Evidently, the Nazi, the space Nazis have come. The moon Nazis have come back down because that's what we're doing on the border here in America. Jesus Christ, makes me fucking sick. Not even joking. I mean, it is an atrocity what we're doing here, and this has got to stop. But that's the only political message of this moment. Um, but that is literally the I think it's the brand name of the old generic USB controller. It's it's called USB. Universal Serial Bus. That's the only thing it has written or printed on it at all. And this thing is a piece of shit. It was like fucking $7 on Amazon. This new generic controller, however, is worth talking about. It is called, and I wrote this down, it is called the ZD-VU+. Plus. That's uh, Zebra Delta... Vagina Ubermensch plus, as in addition, subtraction, numerical symbols, plus USB wired gamepad for PC and PS. And I omitted a bunch of shit from I got off of Amazon for PC plus or PC and P, uh, PS3 and Android. It was $19.99. This is a really nice controller, um, if you can find it. It doesn't have the same... It has this button that I don't know. It's by IZDTech.com. But you can get it for $19.99 from Amazon. It has this one weird button, though, that's like this V-plus thing that I don't understand what the fuck that button does, and there's a light underneath it that never changes when I press it. Not sure if that changes it from direct input or non, but it it just doesn't matter. It's a if you want a sub twenty dollar gamepad, it's got two analog sticks. It's got uh, A X Y B, and then it has the the bumper has L B R B and triggers, and a D pad, start and back buttons, and this V button in the middle, which doesn't do anything. It has a little speech bubble coming out of it that says plus. I have no idea what that fucking thing does. Shipped with no instructions. It's okay. It's done the job so far. Like, um... It's not the Cadillac of all controllers that you'll ever play, but it does have one interesting feature that I was unaware of. It actually has Rumble built into it. Rumble will build... Rumble on... Uh, what Steam game was I playing? No. I was playing... I was playing Rise of the Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider, excuse me. And it has rumble. I had to turn it off. Um, and the, the triggers are not quite as good as... Um, but they're very good. They feel very good. They're different 
and I'm having some problems with Rise of the Tomb, Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider right now, even as we speak, because I updated my, I didn't update my graphics drivers through NVIDIA, but I updated them through Linux Mint, um, update, update manager, because I couldn't get OBS to work, which is one of the reasons why we've been delayed this week, because uh, I had to get OBS to work, because, like, fuck. I, people actually are starting to watch our streams and stuff, so you should too. That would be at twitch.com or twitch.tv slash skookiesprite, S-K-O-O-K-I-E-S-P-R-I-T-E. Um, but if you're looking for a subpar, uh, not a subpar, because this is a fucking nice controller, and I like the way it fits in my hand. It's It feels like a second dick. It's great. You'll love it. Um, but if you're looking for, like, to outlay, like, a, um, you know, a server that's attached to your TV or whatever, for real couch-on-couch-on-couch-on-couch four-player gaming or whatever, buy yourself a USB hub and get, you know, a couple of these guys. That's the ZD-VU Plus. ZD-VU Plus on Amazon. Um, I will not link to Amazon to help you with it, but if you need more help to find it, then let me know. Um, wired gamepad for PC and PS3 and Android, and it was $19.99, and I think I got it at that price with Prime Shipping, and it it's pretty good, and it has vibration, has rumble, so if you need rumble, um, and you, for some reason, just hate the Steam controller or whatever, or are looking to outlay, you know, a bunch of controllers to your system, then this might be a good choice. I would say buy one and try it on all the games that you want to play with, etc., etc., etc. But it's handled every game I've thrown at it so far. So, that brings us, of course, I've based them with a new and noteworthy. I was a North American fall when worm in my former life. Here are the newest and most noteworthy titles from this week. So, we have some incredible new and noteworthies this uh this episode this week i know i hate it when we're this late because when we're this late when we're this late it feels like every day is friday from here on out which sucks it's a powerful incentive to not be this late but i had a fucked up work weekend and i saw bill maher uh here on the strip um on saturday so that made saturday impossible time to record the podcast um, and I also theoretically had a date that night, but that didn't pan out. Um, but that's a different story. Uh, I got one ticket to see Bill Maher and I had a date here at my house and I kind of had the feeling that she would stand me up because this, anyway, it's long, you don't need to know about that shit. Anyway, I figured I couldn't lose because even though Bill Maher comes here all the time, I knew that I didn't want to sit here at home for like the 15th time that this broad stood me up even though she's one of the loves of my life um and I didn't want to sit here at home alone and so that morning I bought one ticket to Bill Maher they were expensive um cause I knew that if I bought two then I would really regret it but if I bought one and she didn't show up then I would have something to not to take me away from here even though it did involve all sorts of madness on the strip and shit, but whatever. 
So that eliminated Saturday. So our new and noteworthy this week. Let's get straight to it. Because, wow, we're burning. We're burning daylight here. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Oh, God. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. So then, my friends, Mo Fee. Yes, indeed. Let us proceed with the new and noteworthy. First off, we have Vulture Strike. V-U-L-T-U-R-E-S-T-R-I-K-E. Vulture Strike is a game that came out sometime in 2017, but I don't know when it came to Linux. There is no news item that says that, ah, yes, we've come to Linux, but for once, Steam actually managed to pop up something that was not useless on my curation, not my curation page. My curation page is good. Um, my, uh, recommended for you or whatever. Um, so I either missed this game or entirely, it just slipped past my radar, or it was available only for Windows for a long time, and then has only recently become available for Linux. Um, Vulture Strike introduces several, it's a side-scrolling, uh, space shooter. It introduces several new, it's a bullet hell space shooter, by the way. Um, introduces several new, well, one particularly new, um play mechanic to the genre to the to the oeuvre of the side-scrolling space shooter bullet hell style you can switch between the game that you're in and another game another level that is happening in parallel to the game that you're in at will and switch between them whenever the fuck you want you just it's like it's like Rick and Morty. It's like, you know, whatever you want, Rick. Whatever you want, Morty. Um, you just like, ba-bam, ba-bam, ba-bam. You can bounce between them. Um, I only found this game this morning. Uh, I've spent exactly 0.1 hours in it, but it has some serious fucking potential. It's very interesting, especially if you're into two-dimensional side-scrolling uh, space shooters. Fucking Vulture Strike which I think is $8.99. $8.99, full price. Um, Runs great with my new ZV, whatever the fuck, ZDVU plus USB controller. One of the things I noticed right before I had to quit because I had to go get cigarettes and I've been trying to record this podcast all fucking morning, but my phone keeps ringing off the goddamn hook. And then I kept getting sucked into fucking live streaming uh, hyperspace dogfights and talking to people about it. Um, is that once you realize that if you get close to the enemy in the parallel dimension that is shooting at you, you can see their bullet patterns as they're being shot at you in the other dimension as like gray shadow bullets. So that helps you to like jump in between the dimensions without dying. I learned that the hard way. I just kept jumping between dimensions while dying. Um, it's interesting. You might hear more about it on this very self-same podcast. Also, in our new and noteworthy, Death Waits. Darkest Dungeon now has a uh, new DLC out. Uh, it is called uh, The Color of Madness. And let's see. I do not own it yet. It's $4.99. And it builds itself as, uh, God, 
Oh, Jesus. It has, like, lots of lore built into their game description. But, uh... I'll just read the new features. New region, the farmstead. That's worth it right there. The farmstead. Endless quest. Survive as long as you can while getting lost in time and space, confronted by unending waves of enemies, new and old, pushing ever closer to the crash site of the comet. Twisted new trinkets. Available for purchase from the jeweler. Put your gold away. He trades only at comet shards. I mean, you want to make Darkest Dungeon go for another fucking 300 hours? That's what this is looking like. All new enemy faction, the Miller and his loyal workmen have become eerie husks of their former selves. Three new bosses, the Miller, the Thing from the Stars, and the Comet itself. Uh, new curios help keep your party in fighting shape as you face the endless hordes. Expand your hamlet with four new district buildings and reap their benefits. This is a pretty fucking amazing update. New quirks with unique and powerful effects. Our biggest soundtrack edition yet from Stuart Chatwood. Uh, a fucking great game. $4.99 for Darkest Dungeon, The Color of Madness. And they also dropped a new uh, DLC on top of this. A new character class that's not included in this DLC. It's called The Musketeer, and I don't know where to find that. Um... Oh, you can get uh, Darkest Dungeon, the Shield Bearer, which is another um, DLC character class that you can download, you can buy and download. You can get it at thirty three percent off, down from three dollars and ninety nine cents. Now through the next uh, forty five hours and twenty minutes for two dollars and sixty sixty seven cents. But I'm looking for the Musketeer. Hang on. Darkest Dungeon right now is $7.49. You, If you've never played this game, you need to fucking get it because it will dominate your mind. Um, oh, The Musketeer is free. Came out June 19th, 2018. But uh, the uh, new DLC, The Color of Man, is dropped today. As in, today, now. Today, fucking now. Today. Um... And this looks huge, and it's only $4.99, that's full price. So if you got this, if you got the Color of Madness, or you've bought everything, let's see, they have a bundle, Darkest Dungeon Ancestral Edition Bundle, one of five items already in my library, okay, that's okay. Because this includes the Crimson Court Expansion Pack, the Color of Madness, the Musketeer, the Shield Bearer, the Darkest Dungeon Soundtrack, all of it, 10% off, I don't know, it says something like that. 40, it says 46% off from $28.96 down to $15.60 something like, yeah, $15.60 but uh, I love how they're pricing the new DLCs. The Color of Madness is $4.99 full price. This is a huge expansion. Has a new faction, has new... Anyway, that's that's newsworthy enough, but... But, my friends, as we all know, I'm not allowed to play Darkest Dungeon anymore because I'm not good enough at the game anymore to actually fucking beat it, as I've explained numerous times to Jojo Kimon Kendall, um, the all-time greatest master of Darkest Dungeon um, and close personal friend of mine and a great entertainer, great humanitarian for over 25 years. Um, Tops and taps, Mr. Joe Gideon. But... There is another 
Very new and noteworthy. Unfortunately, it doesn't work yet. And it's only in beta for Linux. But this dropped today. Game that you... If you have not heard me talk about it endlessly on this show, that's because I try to restrain myself from games that require wine to run. But I have spoken about it at length because I know that we covered it when we did Flatpak because this was one of the games that was introduced to me via Flatpak and then I played it on wine and now, theoretically, even though it doesn't boot up on my machine yet, right now, as of today, Dead Cells. Everyone's favorite. Sing it with me. I am dungeon scum because that is all I really am yeah I am dungeon scum because that is all I really am yeah repeat that as long as you keep repeating that I get to stay alive during my runs Motion Twin just dropped their beta release of Dead Cells for Linux. I can't get it to run. It says missing executable. Um, but this this was just this morning. So we will I will monitor it patiently. But this means that they are fucking basically fully committed to really legitimately fulfilling their promise of having a fucking and, and the game is still in early access, but this is their beta branch first ever for Linux. So that is huge fucking news. The game is still $19.99, and it is still in early access, but uh, it's um, uh, um, for those of you who liked Castlevania Symphony of the Night, but always wanted to be a roguelike, this is that game. Literally, I've probably, okay, so most of my hours for this game got logged into Flatpak, so there were no logs of the amount of time. Um, I'm going to lowball it and say 200 hours on Flatpak, 100 hours via Wine. It's probably more like 400 hours via Flatpak because it was the only game I played except for two days a week when I played other games for the podcast um, for several months. Um... It took a lot to get between me and Dead Cells. It was, I mean, and I'm really good at this game. Just check out the live stream if you want to see it. Twitch.com or twitch, twitch.tv slash Sprite S-K-O-O-K-I-E-S-P-R-I-T-E Go to the videos tab and find one that looks like a side-scrolling platformer and that's probably me playing Dead Cells. Uh, so this is huge news. I told my buddy Beardy J uh, who is what? Oh my god. Oh my god. So cool. Yeah, it's one of the best games I've ever played. And I'm hesitant, I've hesitated to say that on this podcast only because I was not sure if they were ever going to kick out a Linux release. So, in order, in reverse, well, in order of presentation, Vulture Strike, uh, Darkest Dungeon DLCs, the Color of Madness and the Musketeer and the Shield Bearer, um, but the Shield Bearer is older, and then the Dead and Dead Cells is finally in beta for Linux, which is amazing, amazeballs. I mean, like my head 
I'm the only reason my why my head is not exploded yet out of sheer joy is because I'm holding my brains in right now to try to finish this podcast like a professional. Okay, just and the fact that I know that it didn't work on my machine, missing executable. But we'll give them a couple of days, and we will see. By the time we next meet, hopefully the moon will be high under Soho, and uh, we'll be able to play some dead cells. Um. Fantastic game. I have to sneeze. Ha! I managed to mute that one. Ah, because it did just get back from the outside world, which has allergies. I don't have allergies. It has allergies against me, and they send the allergies to attack me, to repel me back into my domain. While the outside world continues to prepare and plot against me. Ivor is right. Let's have some more whiskey. He's holding up the whiskey sign again. Uh, while we do that, Ivor based him with our feature. Oh my god, it's Bolivians! Bolivians! Never gonna let you down. I can read your mind. This week's feature, I can't read you. I can't read you, I can read your mind. Take it, Kooky. Okay, so. Our feature this week is another installment of What I Am Playing! I know, it's a big, sloppy, fugly kind of feature, but... Which doesn't necessarily mean that these games... That's the disclaimer I want to run. It does not necessarily mean that these games are good or that they're bad. Except for one, our first one. First one is called Soda Girls. Which was famously, I think Soda Girls famously had the worst copy of any game ever sold on Steam. But we'd have to go back and actually do research and listen to old episodes of the show to figure that out. I can't remember. But Soda Girls builds itself as a horizontal version of the cartoon action game. Well, that's weird because this is supposed to be a game. So, what other Soda Girls game is there? And is this a ver- just a version of that game? Anyway, I don't know, and I don't care. Of uh, the cartoon action game, game, comma game player by setting their own unique combo, comma against crazy zombies, comma save companion. Period. If you don't think the game is tough enough, you can upgrade the monster gene. Begin parentheses, what the hell, question mark, no end parentheses. Okay, so Soda Girls is only worth mentioning because it's hyper-colorful. It is kind of innovative. It is entirely mindless. Entirely mindless beat-em-up. It is literally, you are, you can't move up and down, you can't move into the foreground or the background, otherwise it might be like Streets of Rage. It is, you go from left to right and you kill everything pressing one button. There are two other buttons. There's a jump button and a dodge button, which I frequently forget. The one neat thing, though, is as you kill people, you can unlock different moves for your one button mashing combo. And you can splice them in to your combo so that, you know, like, first move is like punch, second move is like kick, third move is like punch kick, Fourth move is like punch punch. Fifth move is like super punch. Sixth move is like, you know, ah, kick, 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 quadruple kick, or whatever. 
doesn't matter. You just press the same X button over and over again. But you can insert, you can splice into that combo, you can swap out some of the more boring moves for some of the newer moves, and that does kind of change the game a little bit. And it is great when you are fucking stoned out of your mind and really just want to forget all about everything. I mean everything. This game will erase your brain because there's really nothing going on here, but it's hyper-colorful and it's easy. Relatively easy from what I've played. I've played like 30 minutes of it. But like I said, this is a what I'm playing segment, not a review segment. So I got 0.2 hours on record of Soda Girls, which I do not recommend. Unless you're very much into getting very like I mean ossified stone. Like if 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 you if you're into getting stone into the stone age, if you want to get Neolithic with this shit, then yeah, this might be the game for you. Um I still find myself playing it occasionally. And we will that's why it's in the what I'm playing feature this week. Up next is a game that my buddy Captain Ford gifted me forever ago, like in January. Um, but I had not had time to play it until this past week. Oxygen Not Included. Oxygen Not Included is a combination of... It's a very excellent combination. It's still in... I'm not sure if it's still in early access, but I do know that... Let's see. Oxygen Not Included. It's $19.99. Oxygen Not Included came out May 18, 2017, and I think... it's Yes, it is still in early access. They are still making improvements on this game I waited, one of the reasons why I waited to play this game was I watched some people play it earlier, way earlier on, like five months ago earlier on, and it seemed like it had a lot of potential but a lot of rough stuff in it, like a lot of rough patches that, you know, could be improved finally earlier this week, I played it so Oxygen Not Included builds itself as a deep space colony simulation game deep inside, fuck all that I'll just tell you what it's like to play it. Oxygen not included, you and three, well, three duplicants, you control the duplicants. They're your little characters. They're like people, but they're, they're you 3D print them. Um, wake up inside of the interior of an asteroid and uh, you're in trouble because now you have to set up a space station inside this asteroid. Is a side-scrolling um, two-dimensional game where you manage and research all in the hopes of survival um, technologies and stuff by delegating responsibilities not to individual uh, duplicants but just in general you can pause the game at any time and give out different orders the orders are complex the game is a trillion ways to die there are a trillion ways for your colony to go off the fucking rails and for everyone to fucking die. Um, you harvest resources, etc. You dig out new tunnels, new spaces, etc., 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 etc. But you do not directly assign those tasks to individual duplicates. You just assign them to the general group. Along the way, you have to manage their welfare. You have to keep them fed. You don't have to actually tell them to go eat. They will just eat until, you know they don't need to eat um, and if you know systems break down like if, if like a generator that requires you know human intervention to power it's like a hamster wheel it's like the earliest generator that I've gotten um, they'll go charge it up blah 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 they'll do all that shit on their own 
But managing all of the resources and everything is very tricky because oxygen is not included. And that means carbon... I'll just give you one major tip. From the oxygen overlay, there are all these overlays that are very intuitive and make controlling the game fairly easy. Um, when you look at the oxygen overlay, you will see that there are red patches. Those are carbon dioxide. Carbon dioxide, always, this is according to Captain Ford, carbon dioxide always wants to go to the lowest place possible. So you end up digging carbon pits for the carbon dioxide until you can come up with other ways of eliminating the carbon dioxide and then you bridge over the carbon pits and stuff like that. Anyway, it gets really fucking nuts. It's pretty tight. They just pushed out a new upgrade a lot of time and attention to detail has gone into this game. I suck at this game, which is why I do not play it more often. Um, now, I got three hours into it. Uh, I've done three colonies. It is not a fun game to play when you're high because you will lose track of something and everyone will die. Um, but it's more or less... Like, all of the aspects of a game that I hated, RimWorld, it's like all of the aspects of RimWorld that seemed intriguing and interesting, but condensed into a game that's actually good and playable and fun and doesn't suck and doesn't try to rape you on DLCs. Fuck RimWorld, by the way. Do not buy RimWorld. Buy Oxygen Not Included. Um... Snot is pouring out of my face. Oh, right now, for the next 45 hours and 4 minutes and 37 seconds, uh, Oxygen Not Included is 40% off at $14.99, down from $24.99. So pick that up if you if you feel... If you want Minecraft crossed with SimCity in a whole... It's a really neat game. It's a really neat game. Uh... I wish I could tell you more about like because I don't want to spoil things, and it's not like I've gone that far, but I have gone to like where I have a bunch of fucking people, especially which is great because many of the duplicates die um, in my world all the time because I'm a terrible, terrible man. Ma uh, yeah. Anyway, so that's oxygen not included. Up next is Comet Striker, all one word: C O M E T S T R I. K-E-R, yeah. Comet Striker. Comet Striker is $9.99, by the way. It is an interesting little arcade shooter. It's a side-scrolling platformer that's very similar to, um... Kind of no other game that I've really played. The deal with Comet Striker is you can shoot to the left or to the right, you can fly, you can move vertically... It's not like a platformer platformer. Um, but you move through these locked screens and you basically have to kill everything on the screen to unlock, you know, either one door or multiple doors or whatever from that screen. And then you can continue. Uh, there are upgrades to it. It's basically a don't get hit game. There are some aspects of it that are a little bit bullet hellish, but you do have this... Um, I can't remember what they call it, but it's like a jetpack dive roll that'll let you go through anything and you can use it as many times as you want. 
so it, it kind of incorporates like some of the best elements, and I hate to say this, of what like most people might regard as a puzzle platformer, but with just solid nonstop action. It is very much definitely a shooter, and it's a it's a good game. It's a good game. I've enjoyed it, but it's not quite my cup of tea. Maybe because. Maybe because the puzzle aspects of it are a little too pernicious. I'm not sure, but it's not my not my favorite game right now. It is pretty good for mindless blast em ups. It's a, I only have 0.4 hours on on record. Let me see. Let me see if I can find the other game that this reminded me of. Uh, what was it called, Mr. Sushi Sushi? Oh god. Fuck. I'm never going to remember it. Fuck. Had a weird name. Um and that game was I think Slime Son Blackbird's Kraken. S L I M E hyphen S A N. I got to install this. I only played 43 minutes of this too. But this is like forever ago. This is like months ago. Slime Son is very much like a torturous fucking puzzle game, but it's it's so fast paced and such a platformer that, and it's so brutal. I mean, it's monstrously brutal. Comet Striker is not as brutal. Like you can you can phone in a performance of Comet Striker. You cannot phone in anything. Not a single fucking move. In Slime Song, Blackbird's Kraken. That's S-L-I-M-E hyphen, you know, so dash S-A-N-E. Oh, S-A-N, sorry. Like, Slamazon, Dinosaur. Okay, so then finally, a game that I have not played at all, I'm going to be honest, for one reason. This is called Everspace. E-V-E-R-S-P-A-C-E. Everspace is a first-person... Uh, Well, here, let me tell you what they have to say because they can probably explain it better than I can. Everspace combines fast-paced combat with roguelike elements, great visuals, and a captivating story. It does all of those things. In, even if you want, even in a first-person shooter cockpit uh, space simulator, demi-space simulator shooter experience, um, it takes you on a challenging journey through an ever-changing, beautifully crafted universe Full of surprises. Shoot, craft, and loot your way to victory while the odds are stacked against you. This came out May 25th, 2017. Everyone loves it. Um, I loved it when I played it. Now, the reason why I don't play it as much I should be playing it right now but the reason why I have not been playing this as much as I would like to is that I have a fucking Warthog hottest flight stick system here. It's like the most expensive computer peripheral I've ever bought in my entire adult life. Literally. As a peripheral, it is absolutely... Okay, no. Because I do have a VR set. So Okay, so fine. That was the most expensive thing I ever bought. But second to that, my Warthog Hottest system, blah. So when it comes to space games that have, like, allegedly a six-degree kind of sensibility of freedom. So, like, I can hover, I can hover up, I can hover down, I can jinx left and right laterally, and then I can uh, uh, alter my pitch in all directions. I can go nose down, I can go, you know, and flip myself, you know, blah, 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 blah. I want a fucking hottest system. Everspace refuses to recognize 
anything resembling a HOTA system, at least on my Linux box, and I've looked at their discussion forums about this. I probably spent more time on their discussion forums than I have on uh, actually being in the game, but it's great if you're not if you don't have a HOTA system. Everyone I know who's ever played this game loves it. Mm. I'm going to try later on today, just like all these games, I'm going to keep playing them, but this game specifically, I'm going to try to play with my gamepad, which is frustrating because it's a... Because, like I said, man, I, I have this world-class HOTA system right here sitting on my floor. That's where I... That's called storage. On my floor by my computer. And yet, I can't configure the buttons for Everspace. Which really pisses me off. Only thing that pisses me off more... Well, actually, no. Nothing pisses me off more than a game that has six degree of freedom, like, designed essentially for my split-throttle fucking world-class hottest system. Blah. So I've not gone to appreciate all... If you just check out their fucking page, the game actually looks the way it looks in their screenshots. Those are in-game. And it's not meant to be a flight simulator. It's meant to be, like, a rogue-like space combat thing. And yet, they still don't have enough... I mean, there's not enough buttons on your average, you know, PlayStation 3 or Xbox One or Xbox generic joystick to map to everything. Nor are there enough on your average Steam controller. Um, although, I, I guess I might try that. But Everspace runs great on Linux. Um, it's $29.99. And that'll do us for this week. Um... Everspace, E-V-E-R-S-P-A-C-E. Let me just repeat what I said earlier. This is from their copy. Everspace combines fast-paced combat with roguelike elements, great visuals, and a captivating story. Takes you on a challenging journey through an ever-changing, beautifully crafted universe full of surprises. Shoot, craft, and loot your way to victory while the odds are stacked against you. I mean, I don't know what more I want from a game but I've spent 15 minutes in this game. I want hottest support is what I want. That's uh, hands-on throttle and stick. Meaning, like, you know, my right hand's on the throttle so I can, like, control the pitch and... I don't need it to support my pedals. I do have pedals as well. I don't need it to support... Anyway... That'll do us. Until then, remember what Ben says. Oh, anyway, cheers. Thanks for listening. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, oops. I messed that up. Cheers. Thanks for listening. I will see you again on Friday or sometime this weekend. Uh, hopefully sooner than Tuesday. This is the second Tuesday in a row that we've we've released this late. That's not good. Um, but like I said, I got crushed. I got fucking crushed with work shit this weekend. It was nuts. Um... Excuse me. Oh, God. My allergies are kicking in, so we got to cut this short. Um, check us out. Check out the website. That would be uh, www.bestlinuxgames.com um, where the column will eventually be appearing once it emerges from hiding. Check out our Twitch stream. We're always streaming. Like, we stream all the time. There is no regular time when we stream. 
which is kind of cool, kind of bad, but whatever. Uh, Twitch.tv or twitch.com, whatever, slash Skooky Sprite, S-K-O-O-K-I-E-S-P-R-I-T-E. And then if you need to get in touch with me for any pressing reason or whatever, hit me up on the DM, the direct message, or whatever the fuck, on Twitter, at VegasWriter, V-E-G-A-S-W-R-I-T-E-R. And now, until then, kick it over to Ben and Ivor, take us out, and fire yourselves more whiskey. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets, and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, E.B. Farnham. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm gonna try four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to sing. It only runs on Linux. We like to go. Yada yada yo. Four or five times. We're gonna have such fun. Bebop one. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop two. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop three. Yada yada e. Four or five times. Matt Damon. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, is it fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farnham. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.